Welcome, everybody, from all around the world. Welcome to this podcast, Escaping the Entanglements of Our Lives. You got yours, and I've got mine. I'm your host. I'm Dolphus Q. I'm the originator and the creator of this podcast. Our lives, yours and mine, are easily entangled with things both real and imaginary, malign and malignant. Some of these things are are, are cool. Some of these entanglements are necessary. And some of these entanglements lead to our detriment. But I maintain that we can escape our entanglements. Yes, we can be free and we can live our lives relatively (laughs) stress-free. Yes, we can survive in this hectic We can be happy and free, no matter, as they say, our station in life. (laughs) No matter who you are, if you're able, you're capable, you can go like Buddha and sit under a yum-yum tree. (laughs) Yes, we can escape. And if you're following me, you know this podcast is one of my methods of escaping my entanglements. And it is <laughs> working quite well. I'm reading and writing my book before your very ears. <laughs> I'm setting my soul, my Spirit free, as they say. And I urge one and all to follow me, to free your mind, to let yourself go. But now, as the walrus said, the time has come. Yes, my friends, all around the world, the time has come for the reading of the word. Episode 13, chapter 13, at least nearer to the promised land. It was dark when we reached the SP yard, which was illuminated with bright floodlights. The long walk to reach the yard had dissipated some of Sambolo's rage. He paused at the chain link fence that, like he faced a question. I think it's over there, he whispered. Just stay close to me. He was as silent as a snake as we sneaked into the yard and hid in the shadows. The ground under our feet 
was a maze of railroad tracks. Some gleamed in the floodlights and some remained hidden in the dark shadows created by the assortment of rail cars scattered helter-skelter side by side everywhere I looked. Man, how do we find anything to ride in this jumble? Your guess is as good as mine, replied Sunbolo. Just stay close and be ready to run. Sunbolo led the way until we reached two sets of rail cars parked side by side. I felt like we had entered a long valley. Alley. But before I could confess the uncanniness that swept over me, far ahead of us I spotted a tiny dot of white light that moved in an erratic manner like someone searched for something hidden on the rail cars. Something is up, whispered Sunbolo. He stripped off his gear and let it fall at my feet. I intend to go find out what. I was alarmed and whispered, but what if it is a bull? Man, if a bull, he snapped like the trigger of a pistol. Just wait here with my gear. I'll be back. I waited and watched in the shadow between the two long line of rail cars as Sunbolo started up the track towards the tiny dot of light in the dark distance. The farther forward he moved, the less I could make out his form in the shadow until finally I could not see him at all. I could only see the tiny dot of light. It moved slowly and seemed to stop and start and scan the sides of each rail car before it moved again. Soon as I stood and watched the tiny dot of light, I began to feel sleepy. I felt fatigued and fought the urge to sit to support my back against something solid and stiff. Even against a set of steel wheels that supported the rail cars. But I quickly reasoned if I drifted off to sleep and if the train were to move I would face a quick death or at least the loss of a limb. So I assumed a semi-load position as I sat, like I meditated as I gazed at the tiny spot of light, which continued to move erratically, but never seemed to draw any nearer. Suddenly the night rider entered my thoughts. If he had stayed with us, I felt positive that he and I would have went prospecting for gold, and I believe we would have found some. Maybe not the pound I crave, but enough to give me a fresh start. That thought shifted me to the moment. I looked towards the tiny dot of light. It was not there. I watched for moments, and still it was not there. I stood and stared in the shadow. The only thought that occurred to my mind was one of disaster. Sunbolo had walked smack dab into a bull. 
I tried to brush that dog's dreadful thought from my mind, but it stuck like Verico. I paced back and forth like a lion in a cage. Damn it, if I had just kept my eyes on the light. I looked up at the dark sky and distant stars. I paced some more. I tried to pray to God, but I couldn't stand still long enough. Whenever I stopped pacing and I stood still, the truth was hammered into my head like a nail. I was now on my own and would have to get to the promised land by myself. I was challenged and contemplated my next move. I don't know how much time elapsed nor how many steps I paced, but somewhere between the two, I heard a whisper. Joe! Hey, Joe! Over here! My head turned like a revolving door. I knew it was the sound of Son Bolo's voice, but couldn't discern exactly where the whisper came from. Where are you at? Down here, stoop down. I lowered my eyes and crouched down low. When my eyes adjusted to the darkness, I was able to distinguish Sun Bolo from the shadows. He crouched below a set of rail cars on another set of tracks. I grabbed his gear and my own and crawled under the rail car to where he waited. He told me a train headed west was ready to roll. Come on, let's go. He scrapped on his gear, then hurriedly led the way to a boxcar with one of the doors ajar. I climbed inside after he did and stared at pure darkness that my eyes were unable to adjust themselves to. I was frozen and uncertain until Sun Bolo struck a match and lit a wad of paper, then dropped the flaming ball of fire on the floor. The bright flames revealed the interior of the boxcar, empty with the exception of sawdust and sawed-off pieces of lumber. Sun Bolo stomped out the flame and started towards a corner. You better watch your step with all that stuff on the floor, he said as he made his bed, then lit a cigarette. I made my way carefully to a corner and did the same as he, only I didn't smoke a cigarette. I paused and revisited the trials and tribulations I had thus for far endured. I managed a smile. I thought, oh well, at least I'm nearer to the promised land. And that thought of being nearer prompted me to wonder aloud the whereabouts of the night rider. Son Bolo stubbed out his cigarette on the floor. Frankly, I don't give an F, he explained. But I guess he's probably somewhere drunk or else dead busted. And with that, <laughs> we have reached the end of our episode for this time.
I ask everybody to join us next time. Yes, everybody from all around the world. Join us next time for escaping the entanglements of our lives. Until then, so long, everybody.